Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition, a very special March Madness edition of the Goose and Gambles podcast. My name is Joe Pulte, joined always by my cohort, Mr. Jordan Collins. Joko, how are we doing? What's going on, Joe? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. It's nice. It's bright outside. I, I'm a big fan of the spring forward. I, I like it a lot. It, it means twilight golf is around. I can get off work and do a full 18 and like see the ball. That is true. Um, I have mixed feelings. I just, I'm more of the, uh, I just wish they would pick something and stick with it. <laughs> well, they, they did. This is the last time we change forever. Uh, allegedly. I feel like they've said that the last three times and somehow we're, we're never. <laughs> no, this, this Every- is it. The, we, we all agreed with the farmers. This is the only time we're ever going to stick with. Okay. Well, I'm down. Perfect. All right. Well, this is the best time of the year. Not only do we get more sunlight, it is March. And uh, that yep. means some madness is about to happen. Uh, we kind of went through it a little bit with conference championships. Did you learn anything from that? I mean, mm. it, didn't seem, no. it didn't seem like it really it, – it, it was pretty chalky, let's say that. It was pretty chalky, and I think um, Houston lost to Memphis, right? Yeah, but they were that, out their main guy, that Sasu guy. Yeah, that make it just makes me kind of like Houston a little bit. Sometimes it's good to get that loss out of the way so that you can make that run. Um, yeah, I we'll see Houston as a uh, a glorified Gonzaga this year. So I'm a little bit out on them. Interesting. Okay, I think we have a different take then, but we'll see. For sure, we'll talk about it. So, how do you want to start this? Do you want to kind of go over like? Who's your champion? Who's your final four? Do you want to just go down the bracket? Um, I I just think maybe we pick like two teams that we really like from each region, and then we look at uh, some of the betting that goes with those re- regions. Beautiful. All right. So here, let's start off with the South region: the Alabama, Arizona. We got San Diego State in there. There's, I think, there's a lot of good value in here. And let's kind of kick it off that way. I mean, the two teams I see going into that, what, Elite Eight make is going to be probably Alabama. I think defensively, okay. that's the best team in the country. Then, nothing too crazy. I, I like Arizona. I'm, I'm a big fan of Courtney Ramey. I'm glad he's on a good team. Um, I can see them being kind of caught off by Creighton right at the uh, Sweet 16, though. Yeah, it's definitely a possibility. Um, I wonder if Alabama isn't peaking, but then I look and I, I go, I don't think anyone can beat them to at least the Sweet 16. I mean, so, Alabama didn't really play a great conference tournament. I mean, no, but I think I, the SEC is just pretty weak. I think uh, usually I don't really buy too much into like the this this conference this week and all this stuff but this year i do think that the uh big 12 and sec were much better than normal people realize uh and so i my prediction is to lean a little heavy on a lot of those teams um so i don't know i mean i could see alabama getting all the way to the elite eight i could see them losing in the sweet 16 i think that's probably where they'll 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 stop um but who knows? You never know. They they can go on a run. They've been a good team for the last two or three years. Um, elsewhere, I don't know. How do you feel about Baylor? Uh, Baylor, I, I mean, I don't really like a team that loses in the first round or their first conference game. 
I'm not sold on Baylor. I think they're really good at home. On the road, they're not great. Mm-hmm. Not a fan this year. I mean, if you look at the trends of like a champion and stuff like that, I mean, there's. Do you ever follow the Ken Palm rankings and stuff? Uh, no. Okay, we got like 16 teams that are qualified for this guaranteed you can find a champion. Since 2002, basically, the champion has come from the top 50 offense and top 37 defense on the Ken Palm, whatever ranking, right? Mm-hmm. I can go down a massive list here for you real quick, but Baylor does not even come close to that. I'm okay. just not a big Baylor guy. I think uh, they caught us a couple times. Like, I'm a big Texas fan, right? We've, we've discussed, discussed that. Yes. Uh, we kind of split that. Baylor got us on at home, and it wasn't pretty. I think we had our worst game there. But if you look at this, I really think Creighton can beat them in that uh, round of 32 round. Okay. Yeah, Creighton's definitely a, a tough team. Uh, yes, that'd be a good matchup. Yeah, it, Creighton's actually been one of those teams that, I mean, they were ranked pretty early in the preseason. They kind of fell off, and now they're kind of coming back on hot. So I really do like that at the spot. Just they're peaking at the right time. Yep, I agree. Okay. Um, so then odds-wise here, I'm looking at the region. Um not a whole lot there. I mean, Creighton 750, but that's, I mean, they got to go all the way. You know, that's not one or two upsets. That's all the way. So that's kind of tough. Um, right. I think actually realistically just Alabama at plus 190 to win that region, being in the final four. I really like that a lot. Uh, I even like Arizona plus 360, I believe. Yeah, I got it plus 375. Um, pretty decent odds. The only one outside of Alabama or Arizona is, I don't know, maybe Virginia can do some weird stuff, you know, with their defense and maybe make a run. They're, you know, a plus 1,000. Oh, yeah, let's take a look at that matchup because they are playing Furman or Furman. I don't know how do you pronounce it, but I would just say purple Furman. team. <laughs> let's let's be less controversial here. Furman, yeah. I'm no uh, statologist or anything crazy like that, but they are really good in really good at putting the ball in the hole. And I think you need to do that to win basketball games. I fucking hate Virginia. Uh, Their coach, let me try to pull up their stats real quick, because he's like the third worst against the spread in uh, college basketball right now. Oof. Pulling it up exactly right here, because I'm trying to think. I mean, it's literally Tony Bennett is 7-13 and against the spread in – since 2009, since he was a Virginia coach, there's only two other guys worse, Lon Kruger and then Rick Barnes with Tennessee. Tennessee is 2-13 and 13 against the spread since he's been a coach there. Not great. So Not great. I actually love Furman to have the 13 upset there. 13 okay. seed upset. Now, up above that, it is San Diego State and Charleston. Uh, San Diego State basically fools me every fucking year because of Kawhi Leonard. I always assume that they're a good team. Um, they're always talked about being a good team, and then they can make a run. They're a dark horse, all that good stuff from the Mountain West. And then they uh-huh. lose teams like College of Charleston. So I'm not falling for it this year. I'm taking College of Charleston. Also okay. a school that can score a ton. So I actually really like those as two kind of like dogs here. And then if you really want to get kind of crazy, you go to round to 32. I think Furman can beat them. 
So it'd be Ooh. Furman in Alabama. And then Alabama is, beats Furman. That is bold. That's a little too bold for my um, liking, but, uh, you know, crazier things have happened. Um, okay. Uh, unfortunately, you know, my book doesn't have, like, get to the Sweet 16 odds, but I'm sure here, Furman has some very good ones. Right here on FanDuel. Here we go. Got to scroll down the list. Yes to make the Sweet 16 plus 800. Plus 800, that's it? I, exactly. I really think that that is a team that could go f- I as think far be better as Alabama. Off just betting those upsets individually each game. Here. I mean, that's not, they're not that far of a dog, though. That's the issue. Yeah, plus 188 against Virginia right now. Interesting. Okay, so maybe there is a little bit of juice there. Um, okay, anything else in the Midwest region? Um, mid uh, Mountain West teams haven't won in like five years, I think. So also to kind of go against my point with San Diego State, I like Charleston of College. I know a lot of people are really high on Utah State. I'm going to stick with the same trend of Mountain West teams don't win in the fucking tournament. So, and a lot of people are on that. I'll kind of fade the public there. Go with Missouri. Okay. Um... Okay, I think that's everything for the Midwest then. No, yeah, that's not so Midwest, sorry. That's, uh, that's South, just uh, South. South. Yeah, so right now, Alabama makes it to the next round. Out of Maryland and West Virginia, who do you got? Maryland. Yeah, I don't think Bob Huggins has it. And I think Maryland, if I'm not mistaken, Maryland's a dog. They're plus two and a half right now, so that might be worth a watch here. Ooh. Or worth a take. Okay. Um... I think that's pretty much it as far as the rest of it. Princeton, Southeast Missouri State, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, UC Santa Barbara, pass. <laughs> well, I have I have bets on those already, and I can tell you why. Um, let's go to A&M, Corpus Christi. They're not making it past the play-in game, but I do at least want to explain this. Uh, they've been here before. They've been in the spot before. They actually have that experience. Uh, I think that they are – I don't see it. That's kind of pissing me off. But I think there were like four and a half point favorites. I do think they can beat. They they can win this game, but then they're just going to get their shit blown in by Alabama. Okay. Here we go. I'm trying to get the exact spread up. Yeah. I, I don't like uh, Southeast Missouri. I'm not sure how they really even made the actual qualification here. Okay. Uh, next game up, Miss State, uh, Pitt for a play-in. I, I don't really have too much to take here. I think Pitt's better. They're just a better rebounding team based on the numbers I'm looking at. So I'll take Pitt. Uh, then Arizona State, Nevada. We got, I mean, Nevada's banged up right now. And Arizona State, I'm not sure if you watched the Arizona, Arizona State game. They hung in there with them. Bobby Hurley, old Duke guy, is a pretty damn good coach for Arizona State. I do like Arizona State. I see the spreads at two and a half right now. I think that's pretty damn good. Okay. And then my favorite pick of the uh, playing games, Texas Southern, 11-win team, makes the tournament, won the SWAC. One of the greatest things about college basketball is that teams can make it with a losing record. I will continue to ride with Texas Southern. They're just hot right now. Interesting. They are favored against Fairleigh Dickinson. 
Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, what, three and a half point favorites? I wonder how many teams have won an NCAA tournament game with a losing record. <laughs> um, I'll let you know it's never happened. Oh, okay. Great. There, well, that'll be that's never once happened in the history of fucking college basketball. So you can almost eliminate these, but I will say in the last three years, one of the teams from a playing game has made it to the Sweet 16. So we could be looking at an Arizona State run or Pitt or Mississippi State. So keep an eye out on that as well, just for for some giggles there. All right, let's go to, uh, we did the South, right? You want to go down to the East or Midwest? Um... Let's go to the east. Let me go there real quick. Make sure I have my life together. So this is the Purdue Marquette. Yes, correct. All right. I have a lot of thoughts on this bracket. (laughs) Purdue, Marquette, or Roberts, uh, probably in that order uh, bracket. Go ahead. Yeah, you're not too far off. I'm a big Oral Roberts guy. Oral Bob's pretty damn good. I think uh, they're going to make another magical run like they did in 2021. But that being said, I do think Purdue's just got the size on every single one of these teams here. Um, okay. I fucking hate Shaka Smart, but he has probably one of the easier paths of any bracket here as a two seed. I mean, I, he should be able to take care of Ver- uh, Vermont. Yep. Michigan State, USC, Michigan State's on a really downward year, down year. He could, should handle that. Um, I think here's where the kind of marchy madness shit happens. One, let's just go down the list. I have Purdue beating the 16th seed. Texas Southern or Derek Dickelson, whatever. I have FAU beating Memphis. Hmm, interesting. Okay. I have Oral Roberts beating Duke. That is my kind of upset in this bracket. Yep. Tennessee winning. I know we just talked about it earlier. Uh, Rick Barnes, not good against the spread, but he should be able to handle Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, I'm going to skip that next game, but I'll go to the Kansas State-Montana State. (laughs) How dare you? Kansas State has been pretty good. I really actually picked them to win the Big 12 championship. They're doing all right. I actually like that they lost to uh, Kansas, I believe. That's a big upset. They should be kind of like lose one now to kind of get that taste in your mouth and keep you going forward. I do think Izzo does win the first round. It's just kind of more of a consistency bias there for me. Yep. But I do think Marquette does take care of Michigan State. I think, uh, you know what, let's just talk about it. How do you think Kentucky's going to do? I mean, uh, you know, being a biased and unbiased Kentucky fan, I can tell you I have no idea. <laughs> um, I, uh, I We could be in the Elite Eight, and we could be losing to Providence and everything in between. Uh, and that comes with the good and the bad. You know, We know we will always have the uh, talent advantage, maybe. Uh, but we'll always screw up free throws at the end. It's uh, I don't know what Coach Cal does in practice, but I can promise you he never practices free throws. And I don't know. Otherwise, you know, I I think the bracket matches up okay for us. There's there's nobody that I am terrified to play 
all the way through. So even from Purdue all the way down, yes, almost every one of those teams can beat us, but we can also beat every one of those teams. You know, there's some other teams that I wouldn't want to play, uh, but those are thankfully different sides of the bracket. That's just me speaking as a Kentucky fan. So um, I don't know. I mean, I'm, you know, in my bracket, it's just hard not to pick us to go to the Sweet yeah, 16. Sure. But... Um, trust me, we'll talk about it when I get into Texas here real quick. Uh, but that being said, just trying to like kind of look at this as a regular person. So just as a fun fact, uh, NCAA champion, they have never lost in the first round of their own uh, tournament. Uh, I could be mistaken. Let me know if I am wrong. Was Vanderbilt their first round? Oh, yes, it was. Yeah, okay. that's why they, they call it the SEC. They used to call it the Kentucky Invitational back in the day. That doesn't really apply to the SEC nowadays. The SEC is so good. Right, um, exactly. But you know, that was back when there from... was Kentucky and one other good team every year. Uh, but yes, this is the first time in a long time that we've lost, it, maybe ever, in the first round of the SEC tournament. Gotcha. All right, so here's my thing with that. Um, I have a weird feeling Providence is uh, going to beat y'all. Okay. Uh, Vandy's left a bad taste in my mouth. St. Peter's Peacock's left a bad taste in my mouth last year. <laughs> I just, I don't trust y'all. Like you said, free I think we're definitely better than, I think we're better than last year. Uh, we still have, you know, one of the players of the year. Uh, so they got to, Providence has to have someone who's going to match up with Oscar. Uh, and we'll see how the game goes. Reeves gets hot. I mean, anything's possible. This team could definitely, definitely make a run the same way like the Harrison Twins year they made a run. Mm. Is what it kind of feels like to me. Okay. So let's say either way, if we pick Kentucky or Providence in that game, I'm pretty sure Kansas State beats both of those teams. Okay. That's my take on it. I think Kansas State's a far better basketball school, and they're just always under the Kansas shadow. We don't really get to see too much of them. That's definitely true. So, in my Elite Eight, I have Kansas State Marquette, then I have Kansas State beating Marquette. Uh, Shaka's just not good in situations where he needs to win. Must-win games are not his forte. Okay. I do not care about the VCU days. Those were made up. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at actually having a real basketball school. How long was he at Texas? Only two years, right? No, he was there for way too long. Um, oh, really? Six years. Wow. Dude, because we had shirts that said smart and strong. Because Charlie Strong was our football coach and smart, Chaka smart. So we had Ooh. UT shirts going around. So that's how long ago he's been at Texas. I'm looking at it. He had... Uh, that would be a rough shirt to look at nowadays in the, the old closet. I mean, I I actually like Charlie Strong, but that's kind of a bold take here. Uh, I hated Shaka the second he joined. Then he grew hair. Anyways. So here, back to the actual bracket here. Uh, I have Kansas State going pretty far, but I just don't think they can get past Purdue. Uh, Purdue is in my final four at this point. The damn spoiler makers. Back at it no, again. That, that Edney kid is a fucking freak. And it's my biggest concern with them is like if they ever run into a team that's really good at like press, they shit their pants and like don't know what to do. I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't be shocked if Kansas State ends up in the final four. I think that's a real, this is probably their best, one of the easier passwords of three seed. Let's say that. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Like I said, this is definitely a very open bracket where, I mean, one, two, I guess if you include Duke three, any of the top seven seeds I could see making it. Yeah, and I'm looking at the uh, regional winner here for the East. Purdue is easily the favorite, right? At plus 320. Then it's Marquette at plus 370. Duke okay. is plus 750. Kentucky, no, thank you. Kansas State, 1100. And this is just to make the Sweet 16? Just to make the East Regional. Or to be in the Final Four. Win the East. Oh, oh win the East. Yeah. yeah no I thanks. mean, I could look at Sweet 16 here real quick. Hold up. What teams are we looking for for Sweet 16? Kansas State. Kansas State. Here we are. For 152, plus 152. So it's kind of like on the... Mm, yeah. Now, what about uh, Marquette? Probably favored pretty heavily. If I had to take a guess, minus 225. Ooh. 142. Minus 142 for them to make sweet six. Sweet six. What about our boys from Oral Roberts? Glad you asked. We already got a ticket in. <laughs> what odds are those? Plus 920. It was, hate to say it, it was uh, plus 1,000 yesterday when I got it. Felt pretty good doing it then, too. So, yeah, I I know this sounds dumb. I don't really know why everybody's jerking off Duke for the last, like, week of the season here. I get they won the ACC, but that was probably the weakest ACC in college basketball history. Um, True. ACC Finals, you know where it's located at? No. Uh, it's in the University of UNC Greensboro, so basically like 20 miles away from uh, Duke. Yeah. I fucking hate that, and I hated it with Kansas and with Texas ended up beating Kansas. That's not a big deal, but like, I always feel like these conference championships are in the wrong fucking place. They need to put them in like some, like I don't know, made-up town outside of like Tobacco Road. Not even yeah. the state of North Carolina. They should just do them random. You know how they do like the preseason tournaments, like at like yeah, Hawaii and like random places, they should definitely do that for the. The Big East is in a what Madison Square Garden. There's got to be a bigger like crowd to do an ACC championship. I mean, put it in Florida. Florida's not going to be good at basketball for years to come. So I mean, might as well have it. Everybody from the north travel down. Well, yeah, just not to actual UF, uh, but to the state of Florida. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, so yeah, I really do like Oral Roberts to so pull the upset here. Uh, and I just, I don't trust Rick Barnes in tournament time. Like Oral Roberts to be Tennessee. I do like Purdue and Oral Roberts to be a Sweet 16 matchup. I know, that's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, but it's March. This is why it's fun. This is what we live okay. for, basically. Uh, let's move over to the West bracket then. All right. This, so this is going to be, it's gonna be controversial for me. Well, let's talk, because, I mean, I'll go over some more trends here. Uh, Champion, former champion, or remaining reigning champ. They have not made it past week two, or week one, weekend one. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think Howard's going to beat Kansas, as cool as I would be. No. I do think Arkansas beats Illinois. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think Arkansas gets the upset against Kansas in the second game. Damn, you, you stole my upset. I have that as well. All right, so cool. I'm glad we're on the same page here. And I even talked about Arkansas at the very beginning of the year. They have, they, at one point, they had three guys that were all basically lottery picks. 
One guy's definitely falling off. Probably going to be a second rounder. But Arkansas does have a legit team. They, they're built for tournaments. They make good runs. Um, I like Arkansas a lot. I think Arkansas will take out Kansas. And Kansas will be probably the first first seed to get out. Yeah, I wish. Uh, I wonder if they have a, a bet for that, like the first one seed to lose. But um, I it is I could be crazy. I think. I think there's going to be definitely some people who are going to be looking at that game. We might not be the only ones taking that. Uh, no, I have I Arkansas making a pretty deep run myself. So cool. Because uh, the rest of the rest, of, yeah, the rest of their bracket isn't particularly great. Actually, outside of Kansas and Arkansas, it might be the weakest bracket, in my opinion. Uh, right. So yeah, let's yeah. go to that five and twelve seed game, St. Mary's and VCU. Um, I'm not a big uh, West Conference guy. I hate Gonzaga. I hate St. Mary's. I don't know, and I kind of feel like twelve seeds always beat five seeds, right? So that's like the norm. Uh-huh. I do like VCU to beat them. VCU's on a hot streak right now. They did end up winning the A10. They looked pretty damn good too. Uh, yep. St. Mary's losing the Gonzaga when that—that's the tournament they should have had. I Gonzaga's on a down year. They should have had that. This was their one time to do it in like, I don't know, forever. Couldn't pull it off. Yep. Any thoughts on that? Um, I mean I mean that's what I have. I have Arkansas VCU and Sweet 16 matchup. All right. Do we agree on this next one? Because uh as much as I love Rick Patino, I don't think they beat UConn. No, I have UConn uh going through as well. Uh, how do you feel about TCU? TCU, I thought was pretty damn good. I thought that that was it was Kansas State and TCU. I picked for the kind of like my Big Twelve sleepers, and then Texas ended up beating them. I mean, they kept it close. It it was a tough battle. I mean, TCU has played well. So, assuming this is Arizona State, how do you like Arizona State matching up with TCU? It's it's gonna be a blood. It's gonna be a fight. Actually, it's gonna be a pretty physical game. I like Bob Hurley's Arizona State team. If there is an upset, I would pick them. I now that I'm looking at the TCU team, I think TCU does win though. I think if I'm going to pick like a 11 seed or one of those four, first four in, I'm going Pitt or Mississippi State. Okay, and that's up above in the uh, Midwest bracket. But let's keep it on this. I think TCU gets past Arizona State, Nevada. I think Gonzaga beats Grand Canyon. Then in that matchup in the next round, I really like TCU to beat Gonzaga. Okay. Yeah, I can see it going either way. Right. I, I, don't, um, think, I don't think it's going to hurt your bracket if you put TCU or Gonzaga ahead. I mean, I don't think they get past the other teams, like an Arkansas or UConn or VCU, if that makes sense. Like, that's not your... Gonzaga's not going to be a Final Four team. I don't really give a shit what anybody says. Right. Um, okay. And then what, uh, what is that? Uh, Northwestern and Boise State. Yeah, it doesn't really matter to me. One of them has to win. Whoever is winning is probably losing to UCLA in the next round. Right. I have UCLA, of course, going forward. Um, I like Northwestern. I mean, they have taken down Purdue this year, the number one team. That's definitely worth a thought. Um, I think they played in a much tougher conference. And once again, I don't believe in the Mountain West. So I'm going Northwestern on that. Okay. Then I have UCLA, of course, and beating Northwestern, which is, hey, that's a successful year for Northwestern. Yes. Kudos to them. Like, that, that's something to celebrate. 
Now, I don't think we t- t- talked about the top part of VCU UConn. That's our round 32 game. Who do you have winning at that? I have VCU. You have VCU going further than UConn. Okay, that's where we probably disagree. I actually really like UConn a lot. Okay. So, up to you. We can kind of go off that. UConn, uh, so our, what, Sweet 16 in this one is Arkansas, UConn or VCU, TCU and UCLA, or, or TCU, Gonzaga, UCLA, right? Correct. Who do you have going after that? Well, right now I have a, uh Elite 8 of Arkansas and TCU. Arkansas and TCU. Okay. So, I think UCLA has probably got one of the better teams. I do have TCU losing to UCLA. Uh, UConn. UConn is one of the few schools that is, I mean, top 21 in offense, top 30 in defense. Mm, Okay. I really like UConn. UConn, actually, I have winning the whole fucking thing here. I have UConn in my final four. For the West Bracket. So, kind of like we were talking about Ken Palm stats and shit like that since 2002. Yep. 95% 95% of those 2002 champions had were in top 21 in offense and top 31 in defense. We have three schools that qualify, that qualify for that this year. Hit me. We have Alabama. Okay. We have Texas. <laughs> and then we have Yukon. Uh, you somehow found the stat that was favorable to Texas, huh? Nope. Here's another one for Yukon. Uh, majority of the champions have come from a conference that has four-plus tournament teams. UConn is one of them. Okay. Okay, I like you. You've convinced me on UConn. I'm switching from VCU to UConn. I, I feel like, what, UConn was a, went on like a 15-0 and 0 kind of win streak. They dealt with an injury bug, then they came back, and they're still looking pretty hot in the Big East. Who, who ended up winning the Big East? I'm blanking out on that. Was it Marquette? Um, Marquette, correct. Okay. I believe. Yeah, and I I kind of dig that. Um, we'll kind of keep going from there, but I really do like UConn. I think that is a pretty easy thing for them there. I, I think that is probably one of, like, for the best four seed, I think that's a really easy path. I don't really trust VC all that much outside of the A-10 and beating the West Conference and St. Barry's. I think Arkansas is going to have a huge letdown game against Kansas. Emotions are going to be pretty high and exciting after that. Then they're going to get punched in the mouth by UConn. TCU, UCLA. I think UCLA should beat TCU. I like Tyga. like the hair. Big fan. Been a fan (laughs) since his little Cinderella run. what, What was that, like two, three years ago? But I do think UConn does take over UCLA at that point. Okay, and so that's uh, the only other one we have less than, what, the Midwest? The Midwest, that is my bracket. Spicy bracket. A little spice there. Um, I think it's, uh, I think we definitely, whoever put the seating in here was an asshole. Um, <laughs> having Texas play Texas A&M in the second round is a little, that worries? Yeah, I, I usually... Uh, 
I usually hate, I love to shit on Texas A&M, but for once I have to actually agree with them. They got fucking hosed in, in their seeding, and I don't know how they ended up as a seven seed. I mean, they're what? They were ranked 18th in the country going into the SEC, cha- or SEC championship tournament, right? Mm-hmm. They go to the championship game and get blown out by the number one, number one team, right? Correct. And they get put at seventh. I mean, what is Kentucky's seed, right? Six, yep. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay. It just doesn't. So, I, I really think that's a really shitty seed. Uh, that being said, I think they're going to be all pissed off and emotional about that. I do think they could beat Penn State. Penn State is really hot right now. They almost came back and beat Purdue. And, like, I don't know if that was more of a Purdue almost blew the game or Penn State got hot real quick. But that 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 matchup itself should be kind of scrappy. Okay. Um I guess just go on down the line and, and just we'll just run through these last uh, matchups here. Cool, let's look. All right, Houston, North Kentucky. You taking North Kentucky? No. All righty. Glad we got that one agreed on. Iowa at Auburn. What are your thoughts? I'm just going with SEC. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a huge Bruce Pearl guy, but I do agree. I think he at least gets one win, right? Yes. Next one we have uh, Miami absolutely. at Drake or Miami Drake. Yeah, that's a that's a weird matchup. I don't know much about Drake. Um and you know, Miami's coming out of you know, they did good in the ACC, but also it was a very weak ACC. And also, yeah, I hate Miami, but I'm still picking them over Drake. Uh just because I don't know. I just don't know anything. I don't know what the stats of why I would pick Drake in that matchup. Yeah, I, I think I've picked too many 12 seeds, so at that point I'm just going to go with Miami. I'm sure I'm going to get this one wrong. I'm sure Old Roberts will lose to Duke, and Miami will lose to Drake. will be the complete opposite of what I picked. But I will go with Miami for now. I think they did all right in the ACC. They were kind of middle of the pack. They should beat Drake. Okay. Uh, what about Indiana-Kent State? All right. Here's where we get a little controversial. I'm picking the Golden Flashes. I think Indiana I also have is on the Golden Flashes. All right, great minds think alike. I Kent State is really good at scoring. I don't think Indiana can keep up with the pace of Kent State. Okay. Um, next up is Iowa State, and then the Mississippi State pit. Iowa Match. State, I think, is really highly overrated. I would have actually switched Texas A&M and Iowa State. If I were making the bracket, switch those two teams, I think we'd be a little bit better. So that being said, yeah. I'm thinking Mississippi State and Pitt. That's my one first four teams to go into the next round. Okay. Uh, Xavier and... at Kennesaw State. What do you got here? I'm definitely just going to go with Xavier. Um... Yeah, fun fact about them. Uh, Sean Miller, their new coach, if you remember him from Zona Days. Uh, Sean Miller's record against the spread in the tournament is eight and two against the spread. I am a big fan of that. I'm taking Xavier, uh, and I'll probably take Xavier lived, on the line as well. I lived like a mile max from Kennesaw State at one point, and I can tell you I know nothing about them and nothing about the program. So I am going to go with Xavier on this. Cool. Did we talk about A&M at Penn State? I think we're going A&M, right? Uh, yes, I am also going A&M. 
All right, let's get this over with. Texas Colgate. I have never been more scared of a 15 seed in my life. <laughs> how many? How many days? If if Colgate beats Texas, should I wait to message you? No, just talk to me right then and there because I've literally. I was at the bar on Friday. Texas didn't even beat TCU at this point. Mm-hmm. And I probably shouldn't even said it out loud. At the bar, I said, look, no matter what, probably going to get a two seed, and we're going to get some fucking 15 seed like Colgate. And I said, I am terrified of Colgate. Whoever gets signed, hooked up with them is on upset alert. This team is like, imagine five Steph Curry's just shooting from half court. <laughs> <laughs> they're making over 40% of your three points and it's so it's so gross I mean 15 seeds uh, in all time is 9 and 135 it has happened it doesn't happen often I like to think Texas has the defensive ability to beat them I'm going to put Texas forward but I'm terrified That I'm, I'm, I'm scared of the embarrassment here let's just say that uh, when is that Texas game? It will be Friday night, prime time, just to embarrass okay. me more. Okay. But fun fact, Oral Roberts, 15th seed, beat Ohio State in 2021. And then the last 15th seed to do it was St. Peter's beat Kentucky. So. Yes, I do recall that. It, it does happen. It is. I mean, Middle Tennessee did it. Florida Gulf Coast did it. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. Can you believe it's been 10 years since Florida Gulf Coast? What was that, Lab City? Lab City. God, that, what a time to be alive. So I do have Texas going on to the next round. Let's go back up the list. Houston-Auburn. I mean, obviously, going Houston, uh, I know I'm a little bit higher on them than you are. I have them going all the way. So I agree. The one thing I am concerned about when the time does come, uh, Bruce Pearl is one of the five best active Coaches against the spread as a dog. He is eight and three in the tournament. So look at that for when the time comes. What did that be? Sunday night. Okay. Next game up, Miami at Kent State. We kind of both agreed on Kent State. I do. You, do we do we do the Cinderella run with them too? No, I mean, well, I guess Cinderella gets the Sweet 16. They absolutely could, and I'd love to see it because that means Miami would. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I don't have any of these teams really hanging with Houston um, later on. I don't either, and I think that guy's going to be back and he'll be fine. He was shooting around this morning. Nice. That's always a good sign. So I think we have Houston going into our Elite Eight, right? Then we have our bracket. So let's go Mississippi State Pitt at Xavier. I like Xavier. I think they should be able to do fine. Okay. um, I think if we can get past the biggest challenge of the tournament, Colgate, we should easily beat the shit out of Texas A&M. I'm not worried about them. Okay. Then once that happens, we're going to come off this massive hive beating an old rival. Texas will beat Xavier. Mm-hmm. Then we have a Houston-Texas battle. Oh, boy. Now, at the beginning of the year, I said, I think in the championship, it'll be Houston versus Texas, which would make perfect sense because it's in NGR Stadium. It would have been sick. 
but the bracket makers put us in the same conference because they're pricks. That being said, Houston's going to find their first real challenge of the damn year. They, this is like their Gonzaga moment. They're going to play a real team. I do have Texas in my final four. Texas should be able to handle Houston. Okay, that's where we differ. I have Houston beating Texas. Um, and I'll be perfectly honest with you, Joe. If we make it to the Elite Eight, I'm pretty stoked. I actually really love that. I mean, if Houston is one that takes us out, fine. Yeah. But I really do think Houston hasn't played anybody great. I'm not, I'm not a fan. Uh, back to my whole uh, champion thing. Usually the champion comes from a conference that has four teams making the tournament. Houston did not make that cut. Hmm. Something to think about. And all that really means is simply like, okay, their conference isn't good. So they're playing shit opponents. Like this is the category I explain why Gonzaga will never win. Yeah, but also like, I mean, until they play... Texas or maybe Xavier. I, I and not really a, a you know a tough matchup. Auburn maybe okay. They have two two you know the the two and the three seed and then maybe the nine seed, and that's it. That's their path. I don't know. Just given just given some thought. No team has won when they didn't have a conference with more than four t- tourney teams. So. That's my thoughts okay. on that. I'm a big fan of. I'm just like I don't. I I like I like the team itself. I'm just not a big fan of them. I I put them in a real conference, which I think next year they'll be in the Big Twelve, right? Uh, yes. So, them and UCF and somebody else. I could be wrong on that. UCF, um, BYU. What? BYU. Ooh, that to be a fun fun away games. I have nightmares of BYU going into Texas. Taysom Hill kills me. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so, I mean, that's pretty much uh, how we're looking at right now, for at least for the first week. Uh, you know, this is our early, like, uh, reaction to the bracket um, picks. Um, obviously, we're going to update those uh, on Twitter as it goes along. And uh, I think we're also maybe going to do our own uh, Goose and Gambles bracket. Uh, just kind of reward the fans. Maybe we'll throw in like a $25 gift card or something to the winner. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm just excited for an awesome week of, of basketball. Yeah, it starts tomorrow. I mean, here, let's look at those. Did we look at those spreads already? Um, No, I have not seen anything. I think I, the only one was I took. Um, who did I take? I've got... Texas A&M Corpus Christi, the Islanders. Uh, they're at a three-and-a-half-point favorites against Southeast Missouri State. Um, I like the money line there at minus 176. You never know with these games. I, you should see an Islander blow up, but I don't know. I don't watch enough under basketball to really kind of give you a full expe- expectation on that. Uh, that's the 640 game. Pitt at Mississippi State. Mississippi State is favored, minus two and a half. Not really sure what to do there. Arizona State at Nevada. Like I said, I think Nevada's pretty banked up. I'm going with Arizona State there. Yes, that's the one I I already have uh, locked in, is Arizona State. 
I don't see that Dickens team in there as a spread yet. Um, I'll check. Look at mine. Fairly Dickinson is plus two, uh, and Texas Southern is a minus one thirty favorite. Take Texas Southern all the way, man. That's going to be my lock. Take the two Texas teams, parlay them. Should be a Texas size win. Boom. Boom. Okay. Um. Elsewhere, I'm looking. I mean, Oral Roberts plus two thirty money line. Spicy. Christy Spicely. That's uh, second I'm... highest or no? I'm trying to go down the list. Uh, Furman plus one eighty eight. Charleston plus one eighty four. Kent State plus one sixty five. Okay, so we're not crazy to think Kent State can beat that team. No. No, no, no. Um, hmm, okay. I, um, I know this sounds kind of crazy, but you know what I'm going to do for the first round, Joe? What's that? How many games are in the first round? It's 32, right? 32 games, yep. I'm putting $10, 10 on each one to go to overtime. What odds do you get on that? I mean, for example here, uh, let me pull this up. I don't know if they'll have it up just yet, but I'm just saying. Typically, three to four teams go to overtime, or games go to overtime, and that really pays for it all. So, like, for example, Southeast Missouri State and Texas A&M Corpus Christi, it would be uh, plus one, 1260, oh, right? You get, it'd be 12 to one? Basically. So Interesting. So you got to hit, like, you'd have to hit four of those to really make anything and then even then Furman and Virginia plus 13 or 13 to 1 so basically you need a minimum of three overtime games which is definitely possible I think what isn't the record like five though right and then that's a massive what is that that's an extra two three hundred dollars in your pocket profit wise yeah, but I'm just saying, like, the, it has to hit the record or break a record for you to get a decent return on that. I don't know. Overtime games. I'm going to test it out for you this week. Okay. Yeah, let us know how that goes. That might be an interesting strategy moving forward. Um, any non-basketball you got? I know we, uh, we didn't get our Oscar Oscar predictions up, unfortunately, in time, but... It didn't fucking matter. Whatever you predicted, it was going to be everything, everywhere at all at once. Jesus Christ. I've never seen such a... Very excited I've never seen such a beatdown. And it was like, this is just a bullshit movie. Maybe I'm the only one that really thinks... Like, I have no idea. Maybe I just saw the wrong movie. I think you maybe saw the wrong movie, or maybe you just weren't in the right space. Um... Most of the movies you just watch at home, but then you can be distracted by other stuff, stuff like that. When you go to a theater and you can actually sit there and you're kind of focused on the movie, it's a little bit different. I saw it in theaters and thought so, it was the best movie of last year, but I don't, not that it was my favorite, but it was the best. So my brother called me, and this is kind of a funny story. I'm not sure who hears this, but uh, he said, hey, kind of snuck out the house. Can you pick me up? I went to go see a movie with the girl. And I was like, sure, I'll, I'll come and snag you real quick. I go and pick him up. I talked to him. I was like, what movie did you see? He was like, dude, I have no idea. It was everything, everything, everything 
at, at once. That's what exact quote exactly said. I'm like, huh. I never heard of that fucking movie before. Was it good? He went, I have no idea what I even watched. I'm so confused. I, I was like, well, let me go check this movie out. Then I actually Googled everything, everything, everything. Then I was like, all right, fuck it. Let me go stream it somewhere. Finally found it, streamed it. I was like, dude, he is right. What the hell is going on the entire time? No, you just... It's it's definitely a really well... Turned it off at Hot Dog Fingers. ...put together movie that's crazy and kind of refreshing from, uh, you know, just every other month, a Marvel movie or the same, you know, stuff over there. I don't know. Um well, I I hate Marvel movies in general, pal. Like I, it's all good there. I mean, maybe I'm just not a movie person. Trust me, I, I'm aware. That this is why we're never going to have a movie podcast. You would not be on the movie podcast except for once a year to bitch about whoever won the Oscar. <laughs> I think I'm pretty well, on point. I mean, I've watched 30 of the nominated uh, the movies. I still think my favorite movie out of all of those nonsense was. Um, Triangle of Sadness, it was fucking crazy weird and it was funny as hell. Interesting. No love okay. for it. No love for it in the show. Nope. All right. Well, I'm done uh, for the day. There's not much I can really talk about. Games are going on right now, so I can't... I mean, get Jake Allen. He was 30 this morning at saves. Now he's at 32 and a half. Okay. Um... Yeah, I mean, that's it. Uh, we'll maybe hopefully get uh, maybe a reaction one Friday night uh, after the game or something like that. Um, we'll yeah, see how no, it goes. Sure. I mean, yeah, I think I got UT baseball this weekend. I think they play tech. That's a big one. But other than that, we'll figure out time. We'll, we'll record a little bit more. Okay. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening. Uh, make sure to follow, like us, all the all the good stuff, all the gravy. Uh, and be on the lookout on our Twitter. We are going to post our tournament challenge here this week. And there will be some sort of prize from us to the winner. Uh, it will be a free entry. So uh, good luck getting ready for an exciting week of basketball. And we will talk to you guys soon. All right. Good luck, everybody. Sweet, sweet, sweet.